best scary sound but I think the scariest sound that I can offer you is simply my voice how are you this is strictly stretch in time I'm Jeff Stritch it is well per the broadcast of this or I should say the recording of this episode it's Friday October 30th 2020 the eve of Halloween and we will get to Halloween very, very, very soon. How are you? Thanks for welcoming me into your computer, your device, your car, wherever you happen to be around the planet Earth or anywhere in the Milky Way galaxy. As always, privilege and honor to be speaking into this microphone and bringing you this podcast. The way it works, if you're a new listener, is this. I give you a couple current events then we go into the main topic of the show i ramble i give you some info i go off on tangents get back on the regularly scheduled part of the program then tangents and i think you get the general idea and i end with some kind of little trivia helpful hints educational thing and if you're a new listener just sit back you're gonna get the hang of this if you're a regular listener guess what you know what's coming we have well when you listen to this the election will be over or whatever shaggy and cbw productions well they do their great work and they get this show up and running on social media but the first current event is well it kind of fits in with halloween because it's going to be scary. Does the winner really win? Whoever wins this coming Tuesday, the presidential election, November 3rd, 2020, President Donald Trump, former VP Joe Biden. I don't know. I got to be honest with you. For everything that it offers, is being the president of the United States, is it worth the headache? Do you ever do anything right in anyone's eyes? You're never going to do anything completely, completely right. So those of you who are growing up now in this generation... I'm from another generation, but if you're growing up in this generation, does anybody really say, I want to be president of the United States? I don't know when Donald Trump and Joe Biden made that you know, claim, not really claim, they came up with the idea that they want to be president, but, president. but just think about this. If, if you're around middle schoolers, if you have kids who are tweens or in high school, does anybody ever say, 
that they want to be president of the United States. So by my next podcast, we will either have four more years of President Trump or we will have a new president in Joe Biden. Then again, some independent candidate could win. You never know with everything that's going on in the world today. Second event, and it does coincide with Halloween. Best Buy has dropped a surprise Black Friday sale. That's right, surprise. We're going to have a Black Friday sale. That's right, it's October 30th. Through, it actually began yesterday. That would be Thursday, October 29th. It goes through Sunday, November 1st. All kinds of sales. And I guess this is how it begins. One company says we need to make more money, especially with what transpired earlier in the year with everything shutting down. So we're going to have a sale. We're going to call it a Black Friday sale. We're going to have it the weekend of Halloween, and we're we're going to jump out ahead and make as much money as we possibly can. Now, it's a great idea. Best Buy will be packed over the weekend. I don't know what the sales are. You're going to have to look for yourself. I do shop at Best Buy periodically, but not as much as I used to. Whatever their hours are, again, you're probably listening to this after the sale. But this is how it begins, folks. Everything, everything eventually moves up. For Halloween, Halloween stores, which usually are only open during the Halloween season, at one point, October 1st, perfect. Perfect time. 30 days to pick out your costume. Then it was the middle of September. Now it's the beginning of September. Now there are exceptions to every rule. So I'm sure eventually it's going to move into August. But with Black Friday, you see, if it moves up to holiday, to Halloween weekend, once Best Buy, has cemented this. By next year, you will have other companies. And I don't know which ones. I'm not going to give any of the other stores that I don't want to give them a plug because I don't know what they're going to do. They don't ask me for my input. But by next year, if I'm talking on this podcast, By next year, there will be more than five companies who will be having a Black Friday sale on Halloween weekend. And trust me, give it five years. If that, that Black Friday will take place on the Friday before Halloween. I'm sure they'll work it out in some way. It's dubbed Black Friday because... Well, is it black or red when you make money? If you're in the red, I think, oh, if you're in the red, that means you're not making money. So if you're in the black, 
you are or hope to make money. Black Friday, if you are not familiar with it, is the day after Thanksgiving. Stores used to open at 8 a.m. Now stores open at midnight. Well, they did. Now stores open earlier than that. 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day. Anything to get ahead. So Best Buy, if you make money off this Black Friday sale, more power to you. Everybody else is going to follow. I just hit the M. That means marker because that's what I'm supposed to hit. It has an M. And we're going to have, well, scary music. Why not? Ah, yeah, scary music. Because we are going to talk about Halloween. And by we, I mean me. And I'm going to fade out the M. There you go. It is nice to talk with background music. I, I always like that. When I'm when I'm a DJ and I play music, I, I like talking over the instrumental beginnings of a song. Now, I'm, I'm not here to give you all kinds of history or information about Halloween, a.k.a. All Hallows' Eve, a.k.a. A Day to Eat a Lot of Candy, a.k.a. A Way to Dress Like a Slut, or just dress with as little as possible, <laughs> which I guess what Halloween is all about. But you want to hear from me. That's why you're listening. And I led you into my world. That's what I'm supposed to do. I'm always honest, at least I think I'm always honest. And I'm going to hit the mute button right now because I'm thirsty. And I'm back. I took a drink of water. Now, Halloween is a time to scare people, to be afraid of things, to be scared. That's what it's all about. I don't know how many people actually scare other people. I know movies have always been a way to scare the bejesus out of people. And when I was driving here, when I came up with the idea, it didn't take much to came up the, with the idea about doing a podcast on Halloween. I was thinking, since it's just things that go on in my head, instead of listing all the movies, all the great horror movies, I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to tell you the movies that scare me that I cannot watch. And this is in no particular order. I mentioned this on another podcast. I actually have never watched the movie in its entirety, but I think one of the scariest movies ever made up to this point is The Exorcist. The premise is fantastic, the way they did the movie. If you're not scared when watching The Exorcist, you are lying or, well, you are dead, which I guess is the whole point of Halloween, but I digress. 
Another movie is The Blair Witch Project. I watched that film, and I slept with the lights. Actually, I didn't even sleep. My eyes were open. But from 12 midnight to 6 a.m., nary a closing of the eyes. Because that movie, though you don't see it. By the way, this is a spoiler alert. And here's the spoiler. If you've never seen The Blair Witch Project after whatever, 15, 20 years, then you're just not a movie person. But The Blair Witch Project, if you do a film where you actually don't see what's scaring you, the psychology of that, you're watching, you're the viewer, and you're thinking, what are they running from? What are they afraid of? So if you have never watched The Blair Witch Project, when this podcast ends, or maybe you've already listened to it over Halloween weekend, it's extremely scary. There have been movies that were made in the 50s that were similar where you never see the antagonist, the monster, the ghost. You just hear sounds outside of a door. Those are the kind of movies that I like because you're scared. I should say those are the horror movies that I like. You're afraid, but you're not inundated with blood. Oh, we'll get to, we'll get to that in a minute. So The Exorcist, The Blair Witch Project. The Sixth Sense, though not a horror film, maybe not in that genre, but a scary psychological film that movie scares me the remake of the thing that would be john carpenter's the the thing is extremely scary but there are a lot of movies that i've never seen but i've read reviews about them and the reviews are something like this is a really, really scary movie. It's got all kinds of violence. That alone, if I read that, I, I'm not watching it. But because I'm such a fraidy cat, I'll flick it on if it comes on cable. And I will watch it, usually until there's a bloody part. Never have watched any of the Saw movies. Never have seen any of the Friday the 13th movies or the Halloween films, or anything that has one, two, three, four, five that's in like its eighth or ninth film. Kind of like the Police Academy films. After the first one, they just kind of run together. And I think there were nine Police Academy films. But Halloween should be celebrated with scary movies, and of course with candy that goes without saying but Halloween to me is kind of year-round. Here you come into my world. My arms are open. Please come in. I'm afraid of the dark. Uh, I'm not afraid to tell you that I'm afraid of the dark. So I don't really enjoy 
the idea or partake in watching horror films. I don't need anything else going on in my head of what possibly could drag me away in my sleep that could kill me in my sleep, though, again, only in my head. So there you go. I'm afraid of the dark. After having a night terror, the lights will stay on. And I've had some interesting night terrors. But it's funny because one of my favorite lines, big fan of the TV show MASH. One of my favorite lines is from an episode where Hawkeye, if you're familiar with the show, is having trouble falling asleep because he's having these nightmares. And Frank Burns, one of his tentmates, says, I don't know what you're afraid of. There's nothing there in the dark that isn't there in the light. And I thought, man, that is great. I can use that. I don't use that on myself, but if you think about it, it makes sense. But actually, it really doesn't make sense because we are all afraid of the dark in one way or another. Now, growing up, and I've mentioned this before, I'm 55. I don't I like to think I look younger than 55. A lot of people think maybe I look 62. But if you're younger than I am, and chances are you are younger than I am, but growing up in the 70s, we you know, I told my parents going out to play. Okay. We'll see you when it gets dark. We'll see you when the street lights go on. Did whatever we wanted, ran around. It was, you know, even not during Halloween. You played practical jokes. You not dine and dash, you know, nothing like Airbnb. But ring the doorbell and run. It was a different era, different generation. You did what you want. You knew everybody in the neighborhood. Everybody had an opinion about you, but if they didn't like you, you were still welcome to run through their yard coming home from school, run through the backyard if you're playing even at night. It was a different time. Now, forget it. Don't you get worried when somebody runs through your backyard? What are they doing? They could be trying to break in. Maybe they don't know that I'm home or not. So it doesn't take much for someone to call the police these days. It's simply the time, the era that we live in. Things change. It wasn't always going to be the way it was in the 70s, the 80s, and 90s. So things are different. We were still afraid of the dark, but we had the ability to do more in the dark because the neighbors knew us. That's that's not the case anymore. But in some way, shape, or form, we are afraid of the dark. What I mean is, say you're home with your partner, your spouse, or your kids, and they want to play a joke on you, and they turn off the lights, they don't, they're hiding somewhere. You don't know that they're there, and they jump out and scare you. Will that act alone? Every time that you go into a dark room from that point on, 
You are going to be afraid. You are going to think somebody is going to jump out at you. I'm just letting you know that I'm afraid of the dark. I do have night terrors, usually brought on by stress. But some of the night terrors are so scary that they really, really do flow over into real life. This happened about 15 years ago. It doesn't have anything to do with Halloween, but a night terror, terror, Halloween, it it goes together. And for some odd reason, I don't I don't know why. There might have been nothing on TV. I may have only had basic cable at this time. But the film Alien versus Predator was on. I don't know where you put that in in the sequence of the Alien films or the Predator films. And do you know the Predator character? Are you familiar? The little helmet and the red laser, the red light that comes through. This is a true story. Watch the movie. Fell asleep. Bedroom on the second floor. And I woke up And there was a red light that was coming from near the door. And I was so afraid that the predator was making his way upstairs into my room to get me. I grabbed the sheets off of my bed, actually opened the windows and was going to throw my sheets out the window or make a little rope so I can scale down to avoid the predator. That is a true story. How close did I come? The windows were open and the screens were out. And if you've ever had a night terror, sometimes it takes a few minutes, maybe not a few minutes, but a few seconds, for you to... Put together where exactly you are, that you're not being chased by the predator. So there I am, screens out, holding my bed sheets, and then realizing what I almost did. If you have had or have night terrors, you know what I'm talking about. But that's just from watching a You would probably put that in the horror category because certainly all of the alien films are from, well, the horror genre. I'm going to take another drink now. That's just one example of a night terror. So being afraid of the dark really has nothing to do with Halloween. It's being afraid of it. Anytime, every day of the year, the extra day during leap year. In Halloween, it's just magnified. Come on. You don't walk around outside. You're a little bit suspicious, a little bit leery of things going on around you during Halloween because, well, from October 1st on, More than one station, more than five stations, they begin to play horror movies. And you're curious. Not like me, but you're curious 
and you begin to watch. Some of you love the gore. Some of you love the over-the-top gore. So much, so much blood that it becomes like a cartoon. You kind of get immune to it at some point. But during Halloween, it's magnified. You're a little bit more afraid of things that go on right around Halloween. Something that's scary year-round if you watch it, if you dig deep. I don't know if it's on Netflix or Hulu where you can find it. You own the DVDs, but every, well, I think it's July 4th, and then it's Christmas. The Sci-Fi Channel runs a marathon of the Twilight Zone. The original Twilight Zone series that went from 1959 to 1964. Don't talk about the remakes. That's, you know, that's just, that's just crap. Rod Serling wrote, directed, he is the man behind the original Twilight Zone series, over 150 episodes that show light years ahead of its time. They have a Twilight Zone marathon. Some of those episodes, they just are fantastic. Very, very well acted. They make you think. Again, it was the 60s that they came on. And I know you have favorites. Stars Robert Redford was in one of the episodes. An episode that is relevant today as it was then is the episodes where you don't know it at the end, but I'll give it away. Some Martians are actually playing with residents on this street. I think it's the episode is Panic on Maple Street, where... They're flicking the lights on and off, turning the lights off, and the neighbors turn against each other, and the Martians are actually doing this as an experiment, going from planet to planet. That's only one of the episodes that jump out at me. The other one, of course, is William Shatner playing the man recovering from a mental breakdown, and he's taking a plane, and he sees the... The, the, the monster, not a gargoyle, the creature on the wing of the plane, dancing around, putting its face against the window when Shatner opens it up. And, you know, now you've got the, the, the guy recovering from the mental breakdown, thinking he sees something out on the wing. Sees the monster tearing up. The wing. The plane has to land, mainly because of Shatner's behavior, and the episode ends with, well, you think Shatner was dreaming it, but the wing is all mangled up because there really was a monster there. Rod Serling, born December 25th, 1924 in Syracuse, passed away June 28th, 1975. Doing my math, he was only 50 years old at the time of his death. Years ahead 
He made TV, some of the episodes, horror-filled, a little bit of blood, but mostly psychological scary. If you like the films that have dismemberments, the what never got into the zombie films, because I actually think that can happen, and the things that can happen are scarier than the things that can't. You think I'm? You think I'm? You know, off my rocker. I'm in a chair that rocks back and forth, but it's, I wouldn't really define it as a rocking chair. But if you don't think there could be some kind of virus that that actually could happen, you're nuts. Right now, you're thinking I'm nuts for bringing that up. But it's true. You don't think that can't happen? Those movies, there are too many, too many things. So I've, I've never really watched Dawn of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead. You know, I've been married, so that's as something I could insert an ex-wife joke into any, any horror movie I'm talking about. I can insert an ex-wife joke in there, but I won't. So those kind of movies, the zombie movies, never been a big fan. But you see, it's the movies that I watch. If I'm not a horror fan, there are very few movies that I watch. Do I go out of the way to watch horror films? Nope. Usually, if there are reruns of Andy Griffith on, yeah, I'll go the Andy Griffith direction. Not afraid to admit that. I'm a man. I'm, you know... I'm masculine, but, you know, not afraid to talk about the fact that I may not be completely masculine. Jaws, let me ask you this question. Jaws is ranked as one of the scariest movies of all time. But do you really consider that a horror film? It takes place on a beach in an ocean with a giant shark. Yes, there is blood. The shark eats people. But do you really consider that a horror film? Think about that for a minute. Discuss that amongst yourselves. Just like, of course, the other yes is Die Hard, a Christmas film, because it takes place during the holiday season. Or is it not a Christmas film? Again, you can discuss that amongst yourselves now that the holiday season, well, it's beginning very, very soon. So the Twilight Zone, big fan, big fan. Now, night terrors, which aren't exactly associated with Halloween, but I'll admit they come up more during Halloween because of the films. I have so many night terrors. I can't put them all in one category. The category is that they're night terrors. Some I just, you know, see lights that I think that I interpret as somebody else, hence the night terror about the predator. There are other kind of night terrors that I have. Usually, again, a little more prevalent during the Halloween season. So I'm afraid of a lot of things. Do I believe in ghosts? Ah, yes, here we go. This is the part of the program you've waited for. What better time of the year to ask you if you believe in ghosts? 
And right now I'm going to tell you that I do believe in ghosts. And right now you're laughing, you're laughing. So many people have seen ghosts. Not all of them, not every one of the individuals who have seen a ghost is crazy. Do you agree? Everybody who claims they have seen a UFO, not everybody is crazy. Everybody who has a conspiracy theory about 9-11, they all can't be wrong. Maybe, maybe, maybe another episode down the line. We'll talk about that, but I don't want to give it away right now. I'll just tease you. I'll pull down my trousers a little bit and tease you. But I believe in ghosts, even if I haven't had a documented encounter, and I have. Oh, Nellie, Katie, bar the door. Of course, I'm going to tell you about an encounter, and you are going to laugh because you're going to say you're crazy. But here we go. Buckle in, peeps. Party people, wherever you happen to be. Sit down, turn off your lights, put a candle on or just sit in the dark. Uh, well, I tell you the tale. Not of a sailing ship. I'm not going to sing the Gilligan's Island theme. This was about 10 years ago, and maybe even before this, I had some kind of encounter. I fell asleep in a basement. The only... The only area that I could watch a show that I wanted to watch was in a basement. Now, at this time of my life, I was doing something stupid. A lot of things I was doing stupid, but within the context of this story, I have to explain to you that I was wearing my contacts all the time. I was taking them out once a week. But if you're doing that right now, you are an idiot because I did that and it's, oh, geez. It has taken me years to recover from that. So I've fallen asleep, turned off the TV, fallen asleep. I'm in a basement. It's dark. I have my contacts in. So I can see, but not well, without my glasses. But it's important to the story. I have my contacts in. I feel like something's looking at me, and I wake up. I kind of still see something, but I don't. My eyes are open. I'm adjusting to the dark. Eyes adjusting. And now backing away from me for a couple feet, I see a dark figure. Now by dark, I mean the figure is unidentifiable. It was just black. I could still see the outline of something. And I look, and I blink again. My eyes are perfectly clear, and I see, see this thing. And it kind of backs away, and then it runs up the steps. This is about a minute. And I yell up to the... I don't know, the person who I might have been seeing at that time who was probably cheating on me, not at that moment, but they were overall in life. 
And I yell up, were you just down here? And they said, no. And I said, oh, my gosh. Whatever it was, I saw it, I believe, in ghosts because of that encounter. I believe, you know, cemeteries. Every time I drive by a cemetery, I think people are dying to get in there. Think about that for a minute. Now, do I believe in UFOs, unidentified flying objects? Have I seen one? Have I gone to the police or gone somewhere and reported it? No, but everyone who is living and breathing at some point in their life has looked up in the sky and thought, that's a UFO. Could be a helicopter, but you're looking up, you think, that's a UFO. Could be a plane going by with very few lights. That's a UFO. But even if you've narrowed it down and you've eliminated every possibility, you're still going to think it's a UFO. Thus, you believe. If you believe we are all alone in this vast universe, oh, yes, my opinion, no. We can't be. So at some point, eventually, maybe not during my time, maybe 50 years from now, 100 years from now, when my grandchildren's grandchildren's grandchildren, there will be an event that will take place that will let it. They're just waiting for the right time. You know, kind of like when Geraldo wanted to open Al Capone's safe. I can't even remember what happened that was that was a bust but at some point the aliens the visitors they will appear <laughs> and everybody who has ever seen a UFO thought they'd seen a UFO they're all going to gather together they're all going to get together gather together in one place and say see we told you so am i going to give you an exact story about seeing a UFO No, but I'll just say I believe there are UFOs. I believe there are creatures flying about the universe on other planets or stars because you know what? They're thinking right now they might not have the technology to explore in space. They may have gone to a couple other planets, but you know what they're thinking right now? They're thinking, is there life out there? Are we ever going to find life somewhere else? If they ever find Earth, they're going to think they found intelligent life, but they're probably going to be wrong. They'll be disappointed. But eventually, it will happen. Halloween, ah, yes. Do you hand out candy? Do you sit in your drive and let the... Chitlins come to you? I bet you're going to keep them further back. Here in the Cleveland area where I'm broadcasting, it always seems to be bad weather on Halloween. I don't know why. It could be 70 on October 30th. Then it drops to 30 degrees. Then it goes back up a little bit after Halloween. 
I'm at the age where I just, if I'm not sitting outside handing out candy when everybody comes to me, it's just gets to, it gets to be annoying when there's a ding dong. Right now, there's an M for you. There's the end of the marker. Shaggy just hit a sound of a doorbell. And you, you got to go to the door each time. You got to open the door. You got to keep your dogs back if you have them. If you put them in another room, you can still hear them barking, and that just annoys you. And, of course, the dogs are annoyed, but you got to hold the dogs back. So I'm at the point where I'm just going to turn off the lights. Maybe not this year, but next year. And we celebrate Halloween with scary movies and scary songs that when Halloween falls on a... Well, it can't fall on Friday the 13th. But if there is a Friday the 13th in October, everybody gets more afraid. But still, Halloween, things that you you don't think of all during the year, songs that have to do with being afraid. Blue Oyster Cults, Don't Fear the Reaper, which is actually a love song. Do some research on that. It's a love song. It's about love beyond. Eh, so it still might be a horror song, but it is actually a love song. But you hear all kinds of things. You hear a lot of Black Sabbath, ACDC if you're a music person. And guess what else you hear? You hear... Bobby Boris Pickett in the Monster Mash. Think about how many times you've heard that in the month of October. Now, the beautiful thing about that is novelty song, yes. Number one song, yes. October 20th through October 27th, oddly enough, yes, it's in October. Back in 1962, Monster Mash Mash, reached number one on the charts one of many many novelty songs that went to number one. As a DJ, I have and will play it on other times of the year than Halloween because it's a number one song. Great Halloween tune, of course. Great Halloween song. But would you play it at any time of the year? I do. You've heard the song probably once a day. If you listen to the radio, if you really, really like the song, you probably have it on your iPod. Does anybody have an iPod anymore? I'm so far behind with technology. Maybe you have it on your Pandora. I don't know. But there are many, many other songs, Halloween songs, that only appear, just like Christmas carols. Christmas carols, you know, you don't have any interest in listening to them in March, but you listen to them. They start playing them right around Thanksgiving. Halloween songs are good to hear from October 1st to October 31st. If you still have black and orange lights on, by the way, I love black and orange as a Baltimore Orioles diehard fan. Love it. Love to see more of it during Halloween. But if your lights are still black and orange after October 31st, well, you're being lazy. Those are not the colors you want for Christmas lights. They're not. You should know that by now. So take down or unscrew the black and orange lights and put on holiday lights if that's something that you do if you celebrate Christmas. 
So enjoy your Halloween. Do it safely. And if you're going to be amongst friends at a Halloween party and you're going to be dressed like a slut if you're a female or you can dress like a slut if you're a guy. Ah, yes. I went one time as an adult film star. People laughed. And you, you, you know why they laughed, don't you? Well, besides the fact that I went as an adult film star, simply for a maybe certain part of the body. And I'm talking about my nose because it's very, very long, probably the longest part of my body. And I've gone as all kinds of other funny characters. So enjoy your Halloween party because it's the one time of the year you can dress with as little as possible on your body. You could be naked. Go to a party naked. Have a loincloth on. Panties and a bra. It's good. It's still good. Go pick up alcohol if you drink it before a party. Dress in a Speedo. You know what? It's fine. You're a swimmer. You're Mark Spitz. That's pr- I'm really dating myself by saying Mark Spitz. I actually was thinking about Michael Phelps. So you can get away with that when you walk into a store. Go to a grocery store. Dressed like a lady of the night or a man of the night. Some, everything's slutty. You know, people say, you know, I'm going to be a cop. You're a slutty cop during Halloween. I want to be a fireman. You're a slutty fireman. I want to be a nurse. You're not a nurse. You're a slutty nurse. I want to be a Teletubby. You're not a Teletubby. You're a slutty Teletubby. Or anything. You dress as a president. You're a slutty president. And I I think that's wrong to say. But you get the general idea. You could dress with as little as possible. Just remember, don't drink and drive. Please enjoy your party. Have fun. And remember Halloween, it just, you know, it's it only comes once a year, just like every other holiday, just like a birthday. So enjoy it. Hitting another marker. And Shaggy's going to play some music that has to do with a clock. Because this weekend, again, I'm recording this show on October 30th, 2020. Daylight savings time. I love talking about this. I don't know why. Because I'm an idiot. Yeah, look in the dictionary. You're going to see a picture of an idiot. That's me. You're going to see me dressed with a Speedo. That makes me a bigger idiot. Daylight savings time. I don't know why. I love it. It takes place Sunday morning. November 1st at 2 a.m. Now, if you are unfamiliar with the little adage, it's spring forward, fall back. So, yep, you get you get a chance to party because people say it, it's really Saturday night that daylight savings time begins. So you get an extra hour to party. It wasn't always like this. They moved it back. I don't know why or moved it ahead, whatever they did. It happens to fall on Halloween weekend. If it does that every weekend since they changed it, well, guess what? I'm at fault for not doing as much much research as I should have. 2 a.m. Sunday morning. Clocks go back. You're going to be screwed up for two or three days, but you get adjusted. You're probably like me. 
the next day, it's 7 o'clock at night, you're thinking, man, it feels like it's 6 o'clock or 8 o'clock, however it works. Daylight savings time twice a year. The next time when you turn your clocks forward, when it begins, will be March 8th, 2021 at 2 a.m., Where is it celebrated? It's not celebrated all over. Nope. Most of the United States, but not all of the U.S. Celebrates daylight savings time. The exceptions are, and I know you're waiting for this information, so yes, I'm giving you a little bit of the information. Hawaii and Arizona do not partake. If you're in Arizona, the Navajo Nation will turn their clocks back. I bet you didn't know that. Uh Uh-huh. I'm 116th Cherokee. I know that. But the Navajo Nation in Arizona, they will turn their clocks back. Some of the U.S. territories will also do the same. But if you're in Hawaii, well, guess what? You're all good. You're on your own. You're screwed up for the next, I don't know, five or six months, however long it lasts. But I don't know why. Ben Franklin Benjamin Franklin discovered lightning. Also, it's something to do with daylight savings time. It also has something to do with farming. It's so the farmers have more sunlight to raise their crops, do whatever farmers do, whatever they do with female farmers. I won't say anything about animals because that would just be crude. But remember, turn your clocks back. If you're listening to this show, episode three weeks from now well guess what if you didn't turn your clocks back well you're really really screwed up it's been a blast thank you to shaggy and cbw productions he does a great job of making me sound better than i really really am because i'm about to record my other podcast with shaggy and mo of mics and men and they, they want to know what what I'm going to be wearing. Well, guess what I'm going to be? I'm going to be dressed as a good DJ because Lord knows I'm not a good DJ. But thanks to Shaggy and CBW Productions. You can catch this podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, Breaker, Radio Public, Hot Hot Hike. And again, of Mike's and Men, I'll be recording that with Sean and Mo very very soon be safe be happy be proud the next time you hear my voice is well if you know me personally we can talk on the phone or we can run into each other at the grocery store or if you don't see me that often the next time you hear my voice will be the next time you listen to this podcast be safe be happy be proud just drilling that into you I will see you next time. I'm Jeff Stritch. This has been Strictly Stritch in time. Peace. Wait a minute. (laughs) Peace.